0: This is the Comstock Report podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. After cleaning out the sell stops under 41 technical support this week, the trade did not want to be short with heat coming in, as Pro Farmer made its trek across seven states next week. We believe that there was a climax in bearish sentiment as bullish psychology broke last week. The tour samples the same route every year for consistency, but the Corn Belt has migrated beyond those seven states. Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, Iowa, Nebraska, South Dakota, and Minnesota. Today excellent corn crop conditions in those states averaged sixty one point four percent last week compared to sixty point five the previous year. It was sixty one point eight five versus fifty nine average for soybeans. Non surveyed states have the weakest yields. We would expect further improvement in Monday's crop ratings. Farmers who have taken federal crop insurance have on average insured seventy six percent of their APH. APH stands for average price history. The insurance varies as to the level, up to 85% of APH, that is taken. While the guaranteed price was 591 the average insured level is 502 for the APH. Production above 85% of APH has no insurance price protection, which is why we are hedged on 50% of the crop. So, when we talk about 591 being a floor, it is only on the elected percentage of insured bushels. If production is short of the APH, then the electric coverage level is price protected. Otherwise, the actual revenue coverage gets watered down. Production above APH is also not covered by the insured price. You get so many dollars from insurance coverage regardless of production. While corn prices have been low enough to compete with ours in Brazil, that also makes them low enough to discourage adding corn acres there this next season. Brazilian corn exports are setting records, but will run out seasonally with Chinese demand expected to arrive aligned with our harvest lows. There will be a window for U.S. corn exports to China. Brazil's second crop corn harvest advanced this week, reaching nearly 80 percent. For all intent and purposes, Mato Grosso has wrapped up its harvest. The laggard states of Paraná and Mato Grosso de Sol will still take until the end of the month, at least to finish up. CONAB's August report adjusted their total corn production higher by 2.2 million metric ton, sending it just shy of 130. The USD increased their Brazilian production estimate higher in last Friday's WASDA report to 135 million metric ton. We don't see CONAB increasing their production another 5 million to close the gap between their estimates and that of the United States. This is not the first time that they have had sizable production estimate gaps between the two entities that are difficult to explain. While it may not make much difference to the bottom line, the worst is yet to come in terms of late-planted corn that will not yield as well. Consumer prices are heating up again as a threat to commodities. The latest Consumer Price Import Report measured inflation of 3.2% over last July, which increased from June and broke a streak of 12 straight months with lower readings. Persistent inflation is a threat to agricultural commodity prices if related concern causes the Federal Reserve to maintain higher interest rates for longer. An improved economic outlook has been linked to recent strength for crude oil prices with better gasoline demand also having confirmed a more solid financial position of the consumer. With oil and gas prices having just made new highs for the year, ethanol processing demand has been on the rise to help drive higher corn usage. Soy crush margins have also jumped by some 50% over the prior five-month average, a signal of sturdy industrial demand. Feed grain demand shows signs of upside as consumer demand for meats holds up well. Contraction for cattle and hog herds had a negative impact on corn usage over the past few years, but overall numbers are thought to be nearing a bottom. Lower corn consumption from a smaller cattle herd continues to be partially offset by drought, causing cattle to be placed on feed earlier and for longer than would otherwise be required. Along with domestic processing and feed usage, the other component of grain demand that will be affected by economic conditions is export performance. Grain export demand will depend not only on how U.S. economic sentiment influences factors like interest rates and the value of the dollar, but also on the health of foreign economies that serve as trade customers and competitors. Global economic conditions are generally tenuous at this time. However, there is not currently any significant alarm over ag trade prospects deteriorating further from here. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Future trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial. Each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.